I'm Robbie Klanick, and today I'm joined by Connor Barshanowitz. Hello. And Pat Highland. How's it going? And these two members of the St. Ignatius community went on the, the Kino border mission trip, and we're just going to talk about it today. Um, if you want to, if you guys just want to describe like how it went, maybe your daily schedule, was there like a specific set of things you guys did every day, you know, something like that? Um, we didn't ha- really have a specific schedule every day. Uh, we didn't actually know what we were doing every day. They just kind of told us day by day, which I think was like, I think that was better for us because like we didn't really know what to expect so we could learn more. But I mean, we went to the Comedor a couple times, served food to people who have been deported or people who just got to the border and can't get over. And uh, we also went to a couple missions, one specifically in Aravaca, um, where the Jesuits kind of started it and then the Franciscans came in and kind of kicked the Jesuits out. Um, but the Jesuits were trying to convert the indigenous people there to uh, Catholicism. Uh, we also went hiking and saw where like people basically crossed the border and people came through this way. Uh, bags were left and coats and all that kind of s- stuff. And uh, so that was really moving to me, kind of seeing like people came through here. This is what happens in this desert climate. Yeah, it was a it was a big combination of service and learning at the same time, which is kind of why I was interested in this trip uh, because. One day we were at the Comador, which is kind of like their Westside Catholic Center down there, um, serving people, serving meals to people and just spending time with them. And then the next day we were spending time with Border Patrol, learning about the issue. And um, I think that combination of both services learning, as I said, service and learning um, really made it a meaningful experience. So how was it talking with like all sides of this issue? Because you, you hear things about the Border Patrol, you hear things about the uh people who are crossing the border, you know, what? how is that experience? Uh, the one thing that I learned is that it is immigration is not as simple as the news makes it seem. There's so much more to it um, coming from, for like all parties involved, from Border Patrol to the migrants to, um, to really everybody. Everybody has more to say than just what the news makes it seem. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree with Pat on that. Yeah, I mean, the news really kind of distorts what really happens and the bigger issue. What was something you guys were really surprised to either learn or do on this trip? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Actually, first, let's start off with, um, did you guys, like, feel comfortable going into this trip, or were you nervous at all, you know? No, I was, I mean, I kind of went on it just, like, I was like, I want to learn more. I don't really know about this political issue. And I went in not knowing anything really about politics, and I came out the same way because it's not a political issue. You know, it's a humanitarian issue. So I think that that part kind of struck me a little bit. I was kind of surprised because of what I've been seeing in the media and news. And then uh, I think just, like, seeing the bags in the woods and seeing, like, people came through here just for, like, a better life in these harsh conditions, that was kind of also moving to me. Yeah, I kind of went in a little bit nervous just because it's, such a new and different experience from anything I've ever done. Um, But at the same time, I was excited and just kind of ready for something new. Um, I had known earlier this year that I wanted to do some sort of mission trip, and I just didn't really know which one. And then um, just the timing of this one worked out practically. And then as we kind of got closer to the day, I just kind of realized that this is really an opportunity that I'm excited to partake in and um, 
yeah, I'm super grateful looking back to to have to have had the opportunity. So, Connor, for you, um, why did you choose this mission trip over all the other ones we offer at Ignatius? Probably, like I said, just like the the media attention, and I didn't really know anything about the topic, and I wanted to know more. So while you guys were down there, uh, you guys, of course, probably had a lot of experiences, both new and, I don't know, maybe some familiar, too. Um, what, what would you say was your favorite experience you had down there? And it's hard to say one experience was better than the other, but... There's definitely something special about um, sitting down and helping and serving somebody who's literally just had to pick up all their things and leave their home. And literally we're days after that has happened and um, being able to provide some sort of comfort and um, not like serving them in a patronizing way, but just being there with them and accompanying them in their, in part of their journey. That was a really, really impactful experience. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Pat. I think at the like no experience was better than the other, but like the ones that stand out to me is like the Commodore. Um serving those people, being with them, trying to, you know, help them, give give them encouragement. Um, you know, I said hiking in the woods or in the desert, that was kinda for me that was a good part. Um so yeah. So were there any specific memorable stories you uh remember from the trip you know whether it be at the commodore or from border patrol or from you know ranchers or whoever um yeah i mean how much Could time you, how much well, time do you have yeah, <laughs> yeah. could um, you share them i mean it just maybe like a cliff notes version or something like that uh yeah so border patrol talked uh, talked a lot about um, how much drugs get trafficked over the border and how how powerful the drug cartels are in Mexico and Central America and how, um, yeah, just how powerful they are. And for me, that was just a terrifying realization to come to just, uh, yeah, it's just scary how much power they have. Um, so they focused a lot on that kind of side of it and that was pretty eye opening. But then at the same time you go over to the Commodore and you're listening to, um, I met a I met a kid named Juan. He was 16 years old. Um, he and his dad had just arrived at the Commodore, I think, a week earlier, and um, they had to leave their home in Guatemala. And they were just and he wanted and I asked him why he was coming to America, and he just wanted to go to school. And it was stories like that that really impacted me. Yeah, I mean, I think I have stories from every place we visited, but in the Commodore, I wasn't very. I mean. I'm not a very good Spanish speaker, but I could still speak some, so I, I did my best. But um, I met uh, Carla and her two-year-old son, Danielle, and she was from Guerrero, Mexico, and she said it's very beautiful but very dangerous. Um, so she was escaping just for a better life, and she was in fear of, for her life, and so that's all she I really got was I just want a better life. Yeah, it's hard, I mean, because just for us to try to imagine something that would force our family to literally pack up everything and leave our house leave our leave not even leave our city but leave our country in like a day um, something that terrible and to be that desperate is something that it's really hard to imagine but being able to just stand with and serve and accompany these people was a really impactful experience okay awesome um 
What was there any like agreed way that there should be change in the immigration policies that happen in politics, or was it kind of all over the place with the change? Um, for me, I didn't really hear like we should we need to do this. I mean, I think I think the only thing that people really really agreed on was like the reformation of the system in the way that um, it doesn't take fifteen to twenty five years to get into the United States. Um, I think that was kind of agreed on and that needs to be changed, but there was no person that was really like speaking like we need to do this. It was just I think people just want change and yeah, reforming the system as a whole. I think it's hard for people to be super specific about the change that's needed because it's so complicated. There's not like there's not one issue um that in particular that needs solved above all the others. It's a, like a it's a very broad um, issue, but at the same time, it's simple. It's just these people need help, and we ought to help them. And but at the same time, we have to protect our borders and protect ourselves. But um, it's just about finding that balance of how do you serve others and help others in the way that it's still um, there's still there's still sovereignty. So it's hard, but everybody agrees that there needs to be some sort of change to achieve that balance. Yeah, sounds like you guys have become really educated on all sides of this issue <laughs> and understand, you know, different viewpoints and understand that it sounds like change needs to happen. Yeah. Even the people who experience it firsthand agree that change needs to happen. Yeah, it's funny cuz I thought I was I thought I had questions before we went, but afterwards my questions just <laughs> exponentially grew. So as a school community going on this trip, do you feel like you were able to grow closer with your classmates or chaperones that went on this trip with you? For sure. I mean, we were spending every hour together. Um, and that's just not something you really do with your classmates that often. I mean, we spend a lot of time with each other, but you're not spending an entire week <laughs> in the same room. And um, so that was a really, really neat experience. Just learning a lot more about each other and about ourselves and um yeah it was cool no yeah I totally agree for sure I think we got closer uh everybody I mean I know the teachers or the chaperones better now um I feel like I can you know come to them with anything now but uh I think this like being together as Pat said really in the same room you don't really that doesn't happen really that often so I think we got closer there and then I think our chaperones did a good job of helping us understand and helping us to learn, you know, the complex issue. So how did your faith play a role into this trip or Catholic social teaching? Uh, it played an enormous role. I mean, our call as Catholics is to reach out to those on the margins, those in, those in need, and to help them. And um, there's a lot of need in the, in the immigration system and in uh, on the southern border, so... Um, just trying to understand this, like Connor said, this complex issue and trying to make it simpler in kind of the context of Catholic social teaching. And um, like I said, just reaching that balance of serving others and helping others, but at the same time um, protecting our borders. It's a difficult balance to understand and to come to, but it's something that we have to continue to strive for. Um, yeah, you know, I think I'd, I'd really agree with that. I think faith did play a big part in it uh i think you know as catholics we're called to you know help one another and i think that 
down at the border. I think that's what we did, but also I think it's something that also needs to be done. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think that's kind of the, th- the thing that I would tell other people that they need to continue to do. First of all is just learn about immigration and learn about the, the border crisis. And when you're educating yourself, and that's a really good way to kind of show solidarity with those down there. And I think the Kino Border Initiative, which is the group we are down there with, their website is a good place to start. They have some good resources, um, as well as just um, the Department of Homeland Security website. They probably have some good facts. I'm not an expert on immigration research, but that's where I would start. Um, so that's the first thing. But then the thing that we all need to do more is just pray, um, pray for some sort of agreement in that immigration and the border just a lot of it boils down to nowadays is just screaming across the aisle just people not willing to listen to each other and praying that some sort of compromise can be reached and um, praying for those who are in these tough situations as well as those who are trying to help them yeah thank you for giving us those um, websites that we can go to in order to figure out more about this complex issue Um, so for anyone who what would want to go on a mission trip in the future like you know what would their what would your word of advice be or anyone who's maybe like on the fence about going on it what would you do to convince them that they should have this experience um i would say you know just always be open when you're on a mission trip i think you just got to be open to uh your experience and if you're not i don't think you're gonna have a good time but i think everyone on our trip was really open to this experience and to learning more and so I think we all got a lot out of it. Yeah. I'm sorry to sound like a broken record, but I think you need to you need to pray about it. Um, just be open to not only what the mission trip has to offer you, but open to what God has to offer you through the mission trip. And I think that's a really important part about service that sometimes we miss is that through serving others, we're actually praying and we're growing closer to God. And if you're not open to that, I think you're missing something out, missing out on something. All right, thank you guys so much for uh, talking with me today. It was a pleasure to listen to everything, or not everything, but, you know, (laughs) a decent amount of stuff that happened on the trip. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. Got any suggestions? Let us know on Twitter at S-I-H-S-E-Y-E. Like our content? Please rate and review us wherever you listen. If you'd like to help produce future episodes... Come to meetings in room 212 of Main Building on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. I'm Robbie Klanick. See ya.